How's that? Is that enough? <laughs> Are you ready for the word? I believe it's the word of the Lord for you today. And that makes it even more powerful because he, he spoke this to me. And so I'm looking for what he's going to do in you and me through this word. It's called passionate pursuit. And so um, I want to start with an illustration. I want to tell you about something. When I was a little girl, I had lots of siblings. Um, there were seven of us all together, kids. And so one of the things that we loved to do when I was little, long ago, was play hide and seek. My mom, not so much. She said, what will the neighbors think? Because all the lights would go out in the house except for one little light in the living room where she sat. And my dad would hide and all of us would go looking for him. And we would search. And we would search with just such anticipation and excitement and a little bit of fear we were looking for him and sometimes we would have to have mom help us find him she didn't like that part either and one time I remember we had searched and searched and we went into the bathroom and the curtain in the bathtub was just open a little bit and we were in there and we were searching and my dad jumped out and said boo and all of us were screaming and screaming. You know, the object of hide and seek is to be found. Did you know that? And finding results in really rejoicing because when we would find him, oh, we found him. I, I don't know why we like to play this, but we like to play it over and over I remember one time playing it with my grandkids and I hid inside like the furnace room right inside the door. So if you opened the door and looked, you wouldn't see me. They never did find me. I just had to come out. <laughs> so there is something fascinating in the hunt, right? Um, something exhilarating that happens when we begin to seek to find. Um, men love to go hunting, right? It's the hunt. The, the waiting, the looking for. Uh, women like to do hunting too. They like to do bargain hunting. And so we, we like to hunt. So another good word for um, uh, seeking is to pursue. And I ask you to consider what do you pursue? You see, all of us pursue something. You pursue something. And um, our pursuits have different intensity. Definitely. And how much effort do you, you put into that pursuit determines the outcome, right? How much you practice your piano results in how well you play. Me, not so much. You know, there's those things, what you pursue. And it's astounding to me what some people will go after. And how much time and energy they will spend pursuing something. And it's not eternal. It's not eternal. There's sports and music and gardening and sewing. And uh, for Becca's sake, even though she's not here this morning, there's mountain climbing. What do you pursue? And I asked you this morning... Where does your pursuit of God 
fit into this? You see, there's, did you know there's lots of scriptures about seeking him? Actually, there's over 200 of them about seeking God. Did you know that? Uh, um, some of them are real familiar. If I, I just want to bring them to your mind. I didn't put them up on the board, but um, there's the one when we pray for our nation and, and we pray that pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. You know that one? There's that one. And there's a one in Matthew where it says that you got to keep on seeking and you will find. You're familiar with that one. You know, knock and it will be open. Seek and you will find. That one. And there's the one that, that, that John the Baptist said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? There, there's that one. And I always think of, about Jesus. Because it says he came to seek. And to save that which was lost. And then there's the one in Hebrews where it says that um, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. There's over 200 seeking verses and I just brought to your mind a few of them. And so this week, the Lord spoke to me. I wasn't wasn't praying about the message. I was just in his presence. And this is what he said. He said, those who seek me, find me. And I was like, oh, oh, that's nice. Those who seek me, find me. And then I went, oh. And the Lord began to put inside of me thoughts that begin to run wild in all different directions and I realized that there was something within these words those who seek me find me that he had for you and I this morning and um I, it holds so much potential listen to it one more time those who seek me find me did you know that it says that multiple times in the scripture it doesn't just say it once Lots of times. I love David's response to God's command to seek him. He says this. When he's talking, David's talking, he says, When you, Lord, say, seek my face, my heart says to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Yeah. And when you think about the word seek, it really has that thought of a search or a quest you're trying to discover something, right? Another great word is to pursue, which is passionate pursuit is the name of this message. And it's in order to overtake, to capture something, right? If you're seeking it out, if you're pursuing something, you want to lay hold of it, right? You, you want it, get it. So when I asked you about seeking God, I'm really not talking about Finding Jesus as your savior, which is the best find ever. I'm talking about something that goes way beyond that. You see, as people, sometimes we think, oh, we, we were introduced to Jesus. We met him. He's in our heart and we're good. That's it. We're good. And God is saying, I want you to seek me because there's a whole lot more. There's a whole lot more beyond just receiving me as your Lord and Savior. In fact, there's actually no end to what might be discovered. There is hidden potential everywhere you go. And um, 
you actually can never find the full fullness of who he is because there's always more to discover. There's always another layer and, uh, and more of him. I believe that we're meant to pursue God continuously, seeking him. Um, if we're content with what we know about him, then we're sadly missing out on what God has for us because there's always more. So this picture is kind of a picture of what I'm talking about. When my kids were little, we lived in South Texas. And we had a gaming system. I think it was an Xbox. I'm not real sure. I'm not good on gaming systems. And my kids loved to play Super Mario Brothers. You know, the little guy with the hat. And um, Angela was pretty good at it. I can picture her sitting in front of the TV on the ground. And what was interesting is in that game, there's layers. Like you go through a layer and you discover things. And all of a sudden you touch something you didn't even know was there and coins came up or um, uh, you got another life or you something amazing happened as you were playing this game. And you would get through maybe to layer two or three and then you would die. And you had to start all over at the very beginning. And she would go to nine, to eight, to level nine. And amazingly, there was continuously something more to discover, something more hidden, some other treasure that was there. And I believe it's kind of a picture of what it's like in our walk with God. There is this pursuit that we're called to, that there are these wonderful discoveries that are available to us as people. And we're meant to press on. You see, that wasn't easy. Do you know how long it took her till she could fly through level one? And then pretty soon she was flying through level nine. You see, there was this learning and experience that she was putting into her tool belt. And she knew how to do it. And it's with the same with God. As, as we're discovering him, as we're learning about him, as we are hunting, seeking him. There's always more. There's some treasure, some wondrous thing that he has for you. And if you're never seeking, if you just are content with where you're at, you will miss out on so much. I ask you again this morning, how much effort do you expend towards seeking God? It tells us in Hebrews eleven six. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he comes to him, must believe that he is. And then listen to this. Actually, I'd like you to read it with me. He is a rewarder of those who, what? It, that isn't just seeking. That's not just going after him. That's diligently going after him. Not only are we supposed to diligently go after him, we're supposed to go after him with all of our heart and all of our soul. And I went searching in the Hebrew because in 429 of Deuteronomy, look at this verse. It says, but from there you will seek the Lord your God and you will find him. I love that. You will find him. Hey, you find him. If you seek for him, you'll find him. It says, 
if you seek with all your heart and all of your soul. And I'm like, Lord, you, you don't just put words in there to put words in there. There's purpose in everything you say. You said you wanted us to love you with our heart or to, to seek with you, seek for you with our heart. But you said to seek for you with our soul too. And it's the whole man. It's your emotions. Anybody have any emotions? Sometimes I have overload. It's to seek him with all of our intentions. With all of our mind. With all of our energies. There's this purpose that God has about us seeking him. And my, my heart grieves at the thought that God has, has to tell us to seek him. Isn't that sad? I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, okay, God, so why did you have to tell us to seek you? Why wouldn't we just want to seek you? And it's because there's so many things clamoring for your attention. So many things wanting you to go after it. And God is saying, hey, I'm a jealous God. I want your affections. I want you to come after me and seek me with all of my, your heart and all of your soul. It's an interesting thing. In, in Psalms 14, too, look at this verse. It says, the Lord looks down from heaven on the entire human race. And he looks to see if anyone is truly wise. If anyone is seeking, seeks God. I love that verse in Chronicles. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Looking to see who can show himself strong on behalf. When you're seeking for him. When you're looking for him. When you're pursuing him. He's pouring out something over you. Something for you to, that's tangible. That's, that you can grab hold of. That can be yours. So I present you with a a really interesting thought. I've been thinking about it a lot this week. It says this. How you live is related to how you seek. How you live is related to how you seek. There's always more. What incredible treasure or gift is just awaiting your discovery. You see, the more you know God, the more you love him. I can attest to that a hundred percent. The more I have discovered about him, the greater is my passion and my love for him. Because all of a sudden is illuminated within me the depth of who he is and his heart for me personally. You see, he's a personal God. And he loves each one of you. And, he, and he's passionate about each one of you. And he has dreams for you. Do you know that he longs over you? He, the scripture says he sings over you in the night. So that when you awake and you hear that song, that's him singing. He has sung that and you heard it. Your spirit heard it and you are aware that he sings over you. What is he singing over you? What is his longing, his deepest desires for you? 
What does he want to see happen in your life? See, he doesn't want you to live in this boring existence. He doesn't want you to live with always feeling like depressed and sad. He doesn't want you to live in the place of lack. That's not who God is. He has so much for you. So much for you. And what you seek and find shapes what you believe. What you believe about God is the most important thing in your life. Because it will either hinder you or it advance you. So the more you know about God, the greater the ability for the Holy Spirit to move on your behalf and to show you what he actually wants to do. It's crazy awesome. The word of God is full of truths that tell us who we are and what God has provided for you. How many have you tapped into? Even this morning, I prayed over this room, and I, I, and Angela didn't even know I prayed this, but I said, Lord, it says in your word, you sent your word and healed them. So I'm just asking for healing to be present in this room. And what does she stand up and she says, I see God healing people this morning. That's what's on his heart. I I love that about God. According to the word, according to the word of God, you're to be a passionate pursuer of him. Passionate is not (laughs) boring. Passionate is not, well, I guess when I get around to it. Passionate has activity involved in it. Passion has emotion involved in it. Passion has so much attached to it. How you see God should be fueled by your hunger for him. Are you hungry for God? I I feel like there's so much right there just like right there and I'm longing to see the more I'm longing to see that tangible evidence of the Holy Spirit at work in our midst I'm longing to see him to actually see fire fall upon our heads I'm I'm longing for God to bring people in that the salvations would be just rampant in our midst like we would see people getting saved We would see people getting set free. You see, there's so many that don't believe there's hope for them. That don't believe that God actually would take them from where they are to a different place. And I'm here to announce this morning that that's God. He's always longing for the more for you. He always has something more for you. More to discover. More for you to unleash. Yeah. So there's some, um, when you think about your passion for him, I think about King David. And this is what King David says, as a deer pants for the water brook. He's been running all night and he's so thirsty and he's panting. He's got to get some water. He's longing for it. He says, that's how my soul longs and pants for you, O God. 
That's what David, David had a passionate pursuit of God. He actually pulled stuff from the New Testament, which had not even happened yet, into the old because of his passion and and going after God. He's one that would be our example of how to seek after God with all of our heart. So there's some verses that tell us about how to seek him. Um. In Jeremiah 29, 13, and I'm, I might not read all of the verses of these, but I just want you to see them. It says that you'll find him, which I love that. Every time you seek him, it says you'll find him. So if you say, Papa, Ruth preached about seeking you. So I'm going to seek you. You're going to find something. You're going to find him. You're going to find, there's going to be something open to you. Because the word of God says that. It says When you search for him with your whole heart, that gives this close pursuit thing. And then in Psalms 105.4, it says, seek the Lord in his strength. And then it says this, seek his face evermore. Never give up. Never quit seeking, continuously seeking. In Isaiah, in just the first part of 26.9, it says this, in the night I search for you. In the morning, I earnestly seek you. So you're, we start the day seeking him and we end the day with seeking him. There's this pursuit of God that should be constantly in our thoughts, always wanting more, always going after him. In Second Chronicles twenty two nineteen, it says, Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord. I learned when I was teaching English to the kids to set means to put her to place. It's positioning yourself. So you are putting or placing yourself in position. You're positioning yourself to seek the Lord your God. Set your heart to do that. Say, Lord, I I choose today. I get up and I choose today. I set you before me. I set pursuing you before me. I want what you have for me today because there's something new every day, right? The scripture tells us that. There's something new every day. What do you have for me today? I'm looking expectantly. I'm going to watch for it. I'm going to wait all through the day because you have something for me. Show me what you have. I bet you will be surprised at all the things that God reveals to you. And all the ways that he meets you. It's interesting in Isaiah 55. It says this. It says seek him while he can be found. Call upon him while he's near. Sometimes we position ourselves far from him. Did you know that? You have to go after him. Because a thousand things are wanting your attention. And If we are casual in our pursuit of him, we'll miss out. We must be intentional, determined, seeking the Lord with our heart, soul, and might. And most of all, I love the fact that he says, and if you seek for me, you'll find me. He wants you to find him. He has something for you. In Hosea... 63, or 6, verse 3. It says, oh, that we might know the Lord. Let us press on to know him. He will respond to us as surely as the arrival of dawn. Or the coming of rains in the early springs. Think about that. 
He will respond to you as assuredly as the morning's going to come every morning. What a promise. What a promise attached. He said, if you seek me, you will find me. He wants to be known. He wants to be found. He takes great pleasure in being found. I think about things that are worth searching for. All the things on our earth, think about the things of value and where they are. Where do you find gold? Just laying out, open? Well, you have to seek for it, right? You have to dig. You have to search. You have to... Whatever you call that. (laughs) What about diamonds? Where are they? (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) um, There's a searching involved. There's hard work involved. There's passion involved. There's, I've got some intention of what I'm going to find, so I'm going to go looking because I feel like there's going to be something in this spot. So I'm going to go digging until I find what I'm looking for. You see that intensity that's involved in that. What, what about pearls? Where They're hidden too, aren't they? Hidden within a hard shell. Deep in the ocean, they're hidden. There are things that are hidden for us to find. And that just like in the natural, they're hidden. There are things in the spirit that are meant for you to find. But if you don't seek for them, you'll never find them. It's because there's always more of him. There's layer upon layer upon layer of who he is and what he has. There's somewhere between, depending on who you're talking to, five to 8,000 promises in the Bible. How many of those promises have you attached yourself to, grabbed hold of, understand, and will go after? I have about five that I know for absolute certain no one can convince me of anything other because I know from my own personal experience that God will do what he said he will do, and those are true. And no one can knock me off of those. But I should have 5,000 of them, right? Because I should always be exploring and looking into the word. And what are you saying? What do you have hidden for me? What truth is there that I don't understand that you're wanting to cause me to walk on a new level because I have grabbed hold of that truth. God is worth seeking. And what you find goes way beyond what you could even ask or think. That's what the word of God says. It's beyond what you can ask or think, what he has for you. And so many of us go, well, if he wanted me to have it, he'd give it to me. Well, what if he wants you to seek for it? What if that's not true? What if all of our things, we're, we're hungering and thirsting after God, right? We're always looking for the more. He holds your satisfaction. I think that's the thing I've discovered. One of the greatest things I've discovered. That I can be longing for whatever. But my satisfaction comes in him. It's in him. Through him. And by him. 
He is pure joy and peace. And there's nothing that compares to him. We sing those songs. Nothing compares to you, right? You are my all in all. Lord, I, never mind. Anyway, there's so much. He's the answer. And he wants to fulfill the deepest longing. And if you think you have a deficit in your life, he wants to fill it and cause it to be an overflow. Don't be satisfied with where you're at. Don't be satisfied with what you have. God makes incredible promises concerning seeking and pursuing him. We, we mentioned the one in Matthew 7 about seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open unto you. Right? For everyone who asks, receive, and he who seeks, find. It doesn't say if you're in the right place at the right time and you knock, it'll be opened. It just says, knock, and it will be opened. Seek, and you will find. It says that he, in Hebrews eleven six, we already read this verse. It says that he's a rewarder. There's something he wants to pour over you. There's an interesting one in Acts seventeen twenty seven. Look at this one. It says, his purpose was for the nations to seek after God. And perhaps feel their way towards him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. If we really understood that, if we understood that in him we live and move and have our being, we would pursue him with everything we had that we might live to the fullest. And then in Second Peter 1, 4, and this one I chose the Passion Translation because it just expands it a little bit. And it says, as a result of this, he has given you magnificent promises. Say, I have magnificent promises that are beyond all price. So that through the power of these tremendous promises, we can experience what? A partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped the corrupt desires that are of the world. There's something that happens connected to him. That you became, become beyond human. You become supernatural because he's in you. And in him... He, has, he holds the whole Godhead bodily. He, he's in you. What is there for you to uncover, to discover, to pursue, to seek after? Look at Psalm 119, 18. It says, open my eyes to see the miracle wonders hidden in scripture. The word is so full. The word is so full of things for us to discover. So, <clears throat> if I told you, and I could guarantee it, that there was a million dollars hidden in the backyard of the church, what links would you go to in order to find it? How many would be digging? How many would rent equipment to dig? 
How many would keep on searching because you knew it was there? You're guaranteed that it's there. What would you do? Would you turn over every piece of ground until you found what you were looking for? That's passionate pursuit. And God is asking us to be passionate pursuers of him. When you seek him, you will find him. And the very thing you're longing for is worth the search. Limitless possibilities await you. And and I love how Paul says it in 1 Corinthians 2. He says, I has not seen, your eyes have not seen, and your ears have not heard. Nor has it entered into the heart of man. It hasn't even, the thoughts haven't even come into you. What God has prepared for those who love him. What are you missing because you're not seeking? You see, I feel like there's so much he has for us. And I believe his hand is upon this house. And he wants you to know that he has something extraordinary for you. And he wants you to begin looking with expectation. You never find what you're not expecting to find. You have to be looking with intention. I know I'm going to find it. I know what's hidden. I know what God has for me, so I am going to look for it. And then you're going to be transformed by every encounter that you have with him. God is calling you to seek him. Did you know the word says that he has mysteries hidden for you? It says in Ephesians 1.9 that he has made known to us the mysteries of his will. According to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself. Those are mysteries, are spiritual truths that only come through revelation. And revelation comes through seeking. Through looking. For going after. For longing for. I want to close where I started. Beloved of God, hear the word of the Lord for today. Those who seek me, find me. Will you stand with me? So you might ask yourself, what, what, what is my response to this message this morning? What do I have to do? What is God looking for? What does he want? I think he's just looking for you to say, Papa, I'm hungry. I want more. So if that's you, and you really do, just express to him quietly, Papa, that's me. I'm hungry. I want more. I want to see you. I want to know you beyond what I can imagine. I want to experience things I haven't heard or seen before. I want to step into the realities of the kingdom of heaven. I want to step into the realities of the kingdom of heaven on earth. I want to walk in the fullness of what you have for me. Jesus, that's what we long for. That's what we long for. And so, Papa, we make room. 
for you. We empty out all the other stuff and we say, we turn our affections and our eyes and our intentions towards you, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and we await with glorious expectation the goodness of your hand moving in our lives. We're looking for it. We're waiting for it. We're anticipating it because of who you are. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.